The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller here on a Thursday, filling in for Nick and Ken with you until 7 o'clock Eastern time. Talking some NFL, a reminder that you can watch us on twitch.tv slash betql, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports. We will be over on Stadium at 4 o'clock Eastern Time, so you can watch us on Stadium at 4 o'clock, but we'll be on Twitch and YouTube until then. You can also listen to us on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. Mark, before we were going to break, we were talking about Geno Smith and uh, the Seahawks. Looks like they're going to bring him back next year as their quarterback. I think if you're Seattle, having a guy like Geno is in one is maybe like one of the worst places in the NFL that you can be in a sense that you know you don't have a franchise guy, right? And you know you you certainly don't have a quarterback that you can't win with, but it's like Geno, it's kind of like the position that the Baker Mayfield has put the Bucks in, where he's done enough to where you can win with them, you can go to the playoffs with them. But, like, you know you're never going to win a Super Bowl with Geno Smith. Like, if you're the Bucs, you know you're never going to win a, a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield. So, I get, like you said, I understand why Seattle is doing it. But as a fan of the team, I would say that you just try and find somebody in the draft. You know what I mean? And you bring mm-hmm. them in. You certainly can keep Geno, but it's tough, right? Like, you're in a tough position. There are only so many great quarterbacks in the NFL 
And what San Francisco's done is they've gotten a guy in Brock Purdy who's very good. He's certainly not one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, but he's very good, and they built a great roster around him. And Seattle, obviously, is is trying to do the same thing. They got nice skill position players. They got some good players on defense, some nice pieces on the offensive line. I think they've got they've absolutely nailed the head coaching position. I thought Mike McDonald was a fantastic hire, but it's tough, you know, when you're stuck with a guy like Geno because you certainly know there are better options out there, but then you also look at the rest of the NFL and the the hands that some of them were dealt this season, right? Like look at the Jets. I mean, having to deal with another year of Zach Wilson again. And I know that wasn't their plan, mm-hmm. obviously, but like in the Giants stuck with DeVito and you know, it just, it stinks. It's nice for them that they have two quarterbacks essentially with Locke and Geno. But what are your thoughts on that? Like, if you were a fan of a team, would you want another season of Geno or would you rather your team just decide to take a chance on somebody in the draft and, and hope that they hit that way? Do they really have two quarterbacks with Smith and Locke? <laughs> are we considering Drew Locke a viable option there? But I understand exactly what you're saying, PJ, and it makes it very tough because it's easy for us as analysts to sit there and say, hey, you know what, just lose a couple games, get at the top of the draft, and take a quarterback. But the hit rate is not 100%, even when you're at the top of the draft. Like Some of the guys that we thought were surefire you know, NFL caliber starters – flame out. Zach Wilson's a perfect uh, example of that, right? I wasn't big on Zach Wilson, but there were enough people that were to catapult him up to number two in the draft. We see it every year. So getting a guy in the draft just isn't always the solution. Look at Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett. They thought they had their guy. Now they're not so sure. Rumors are they might be looking to trade for Justin Fields, which I think would be incredible for the Steelers. But as fans, it's easier for us to say, figure it out in the draft, but it, it, it's hard. It's not easy. The hit rate's not 100%. So I can see why they want to stick with Geno, but it just gets harder and harder, right? If you're McDonald, you want to go in there, you want to win games, and that's going to get you further away from that. And you're going to have to go to the free agent pool if you want to update Geno Smith. And I think this season is an interesting year where you can get a guy like Kirk Cousins, who I do believe is an upgrade over Geno Smith. Maybe you can pry him away. There's guys like Justin Fields available. Like I think there's pretty good quarterbacks out there more than usual um, in the NFL offseason. But they're in a weird position where they have to make a decision on Smith. They decided to keep him. The familiarity, I understand. But I don't know if there's a long-term answer there at the quarterback position. You know, your quarterback, Mark, there in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, I I think this is a huge upcoming season for him in Philadelphia. Like, you obviously watch all his games. You you watch every every play of every Eagles game. Uh, What are your thoughts on Jalen? Because, obviously, you led him to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and he looked like one of the best players in the league. For, like, the better part of this season, he was the favorite to win MVP, and then the Eagles just mm-hmm. go on that slide down the stretch. And now we're questioning if Sirianni should be the head coach and if Jalen should be the quarterback and all these things. So what are your thoughts on Hurts? Because I think he falls in that category of like, you know, a Tua, of a Kirk Cousins, of a Jared Goff, where like they're really good flashes, but then there are other parts and you're not sure like if that is your guy moving forward. Yeah, I love Jalen Hurts, but a big key out of all this, this offseason and what happened was, you know, can he get healthy and can he get the explosiveness back as a runner? 
that we saw two years ago when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. The play calling, it looks like they fixed. The biggest takeaway for me about Jalen Hurts' season was that defenses played him differently. Like, they came after him. They blitzed him a ton. He wasn't used to seeing that, and he didn't have a solid offensive coordinator to help navigate him through that process, right? They didn't make adjustments during the season. They just kind of kept doing what they're doing and running into a brick wall, and the offense just looked ugly. He was banged up. Now they bring in Kellen Moore. They're going to have some answers. So if people just want to continue, you know, blitzing them, throwing bodies at them, they're going to have answers within the scheme for him to do. That was one of the biggest things that stuck out is there were no easy passes for him. The offense always looked difficult. Not a lot of screen passes, not a lot of misdirections to really punish defenses for overcommitting, not a lot of pre-snap motion to make his reads easier. So I think Kellen Moore in the offense is going to help him tremendously. But the other key to that is, from a performance level, we need Jalen Hurts to be healthy as a runner to really maximize what he can do in that offense. Did you like that Sirianni came back? Like, if you were Jeffrey Lurie, if you were in that position, would you have brought in another head coach? (laughs) I probably would have. And I like Nick Sirianni, and I don't think everything that transpired – was his fault. But the biggest issue to me was, and I alluded to in my previous you know, statement, they, they didn't make any adjustment during the season. The offensive play caller was an issue. Brian Johnson's now moved on to Washington. It's the pass game coordinator and assistant head coach pairing up with Anthony Lynn and Dan Quinn. It's going to be a lot of fun. But they didn't make any adjustments during the year. They had no answers for what defenses were doing to them halfway through the season. That offense has too much talent on it to just sit there and say, hey, you know what? We don't know. We'll try and figure it out next year. You have to be able to step in as the head coach and fix it, put it on a tourniquet at least, stop the bleeding. Sirianni wasn't able to do any of that. And to me, that was just very, very concerning. So if he's not going to be able to step in and fix it when the offense is gone astray or needs to be adjusted, I, how do you bring him back? Like, like That was the biggest challenge for me. Like I needed to see more assertiveness from Sirianni to fix some of the problems. Yeah, I'm with you. It just, you know, it's like all these head coaches in the NFL, for the most part, kind of have some kind of influence on either side of the ball. And I just watched Sirianni coach on the sideline, and I'm like, what is it exactly that he brings to the Eagles? You know what I mean? Like, it just Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like he kind of has his hand on anything. He He looks clueless a lot of times. Honestly, when they were rolling, Mark, you just, to me, was like the hype man. Like, that's all he was on the sideline. You know what I mean? It was right. like, it's fourth and one. Let's do the tush push and all that. So, I think it's a big season, obviously, for Hertz. Um, do you think there's a scenario where he could get fired midseason? Like, if the Eagles get off to a two and five, three and seven start, like, could you absolutely see a scenario where he's gone? Yeah, and that's another reason I didn't want them to bring him back because now you have this additional pressure in the locker room, right? If if you're not starting fresh with a new head coach, you went out and got him two great coordinators. You have a very talented roster, especially on the offensive side. If you're not winning, there's no more fingers to point. Like, it's going to be you, Howie Roseman's the type of guy that's going to take swift action if things aren't going right. We saw him hop in and replace John Desai with Matt Patricia, right? And then – Patricia wasn't the answer. We kind of knew he wasn't the answer, but Howie Roseman wasn't going to just let the season fall by the wayside uh, like Nick Sirianni did in a way. So you know he's going to be aggressive and make moves if if there needs to be a move to be made. And I think he would hop in. If the Eagles start off slow, if they start off like one and four or something like that, or we get midway through the season and they're four and five, 
four and six. I think it's going to be it for Sirianni. And that being in that position as a coach is very difficult. So I, I don't know if we're putting him in the best situation, even though we're giving him the good, you know, coordinators to succeed. Yeah, if I'm being honest, Mark, I was surprised the Eagles brought him back because I have a lot of respect for like their management. Obviously, Howie Roseman's great at what he does. Jeffrey Lurie's a very owner, and they're very like forward thinkers, right? Like they fired Doug Peterson when a lot of people wouldn't have. I mean, that guy brought you mm-hmm. your first organization Super Bowl just a couple of years, and then he gets fired with the way that season ended, how he handled that final game with benching Hurts and you know against Washington and all that, but. I thought after the way that season ended and you just watched the Eagles, their team, and how they just – it wasn't the same fight. Even when they were winning, it just didn't look enjoyable, Mm -hmm. right? Like everything was hard for them. And with all the coaches that were available in this year's cycle, whether it was Belichick or Vrabel, I thought there were a bunch of like veteran coaches, coaches who could have stepped in and helped them win now, a team that's built to win right now. I thought there were a lot of coaches out there that made some sense. But to your point – Thought they did great with the coordinators, Fangio on defense, Kellen Moore on offense. Certainly, if they get off to a slow start, they want to move off of Sirianni. They have two guys that could step in and take over. But uh, I was I was surprised that, and I really don't know what to do in this NFC East next year because again, I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are pretty comparable. Um, both coaches are on the hot seat with McCarthy and Sirianni. Both co or both quarterbacks. Right, obviously, have tons of expectations with Dak and Hertz. I think you got to give Philly the advantage in two scenarios. One, they're going to play the easier schedule because Dallas won the division, so they get the first place schedule. And two, just the history of the NFC East and the fact that nobody repeats as a division winner, and Dallas just won it. So I think you know there are some things that make me lean towards Philadelphia. Would you be like comfortable placing a futures bet on the Eagles and? saying that there aren't isn't going to be like significant roster turnover like I know there's a lot going on with AJ Brown right now Kelsey Mm -hmm. obviously retired there's some other veterans but for the most part would you say the personnel for the Eagles as it stands today like is going to probably be how it is up until opening kickoff in September I think the defense is going to look a lot different. I think they're going to try and bring in a lot of young players and some of these veterans won't be coming back. I think that was the biggest challenge this year was they had an aging roster on defense. They kind of knew it, especially in the secondary. And when things broke down, they didn't have young players to backfill in. So I think they're going to try and infuse some young talent on the defense. As far as Kelsey, he's not out the door yet. So there's a lot going on here in Philadelphia where people are wondering if he's kind of setting himself up for a comeback. Seems like he's having second thoughts about, you know, retiring. And there, there's just a lot going on there. You talk to some people on the team and they say, hey, look, he's having so much fun. He's ripping off his shirt, chugging beers. You know, why would he want to come back and play football? But you talk to Kelsey and, and it sounds like he, he definitely wants to be a part of the organization. And if he, feel, he feels like the team is in position to succeed next year, uh, he could be right back in the mix. So uh, I think that Kelsey, probably it's 50-50 of whether he retires or not. I think that would be good. The offensive line, uh, needs to be better. Weren't good enough last year, especially running the football. So do it to get some young guys in there as well to help out some of these aging veterans. And that was really the key. The veterans got old. They didn't have young guys stepping up. But I, I think there won't be a ton of turnover on the offensive side. I think they're going to try and keep the star players intact. A.J. Brown, they got to add a third receiver. 
uh, to pair up with A.J. Brown and Smith. On the defense, though, I think you're going to see a lot of young guys, and they're going to rely on Fangio to coach them up. I think we're all wondering, Mark, like, you know, in this year's draft, who's going to be that surprise team that looks to move up into maybe the top three and get one of those quarterbacks? Do you think the Giants could be one of those teams? Like, I was never a Daniel Jones guy. I never bought in even that year that he made him to or he led him to the postseason. He obviously got hurt this past year. Do you think they run it back with Daniel Jones? Do you think he's the quarterback next year? Or do you think maybe the Giants get aggressive and try and trade up? for uh for one of these quarterbacks i think that's possible that they do and if i was a giants fan that's what i would want i don't think same dable's in a situation where he can just continue to go with daniel jones if he doesn't believe in him so it'll be an interesting year for the giants in that perspective i was surprised they gave him the money as an eagles fan i was thrilled but i think now they have an opportunity where if you can go up and get a drake may or a Jaden daniels uh we look at what brian dable did with an athletic quarterback like josh allen with a big arm he could go up there and get somebody i think he would like to do that yeah, I agree with you. I think it's, you know, it's a good opportunity, too, for the Giants to kind of press the refresh button, right? Like, Saquon's a free agent. Daniel Jones, you paid him some money, but the way that that contract was constructed, you can kind of move off it. And everybody's trying to figure out, like, who that team's going to be that move up. Is it going to be Denver? Is it going to be Minnesota if they get rid of Cousins? Is it going to be Atlanta? Is it going to be the Raiders? Like, the Giants could be a team that I would watch because they got a good head coach who's a good offensive mind. And it just feels like they need a quarterback to kind of spark that franchise. And then you start to build some weapons around them. So we'll see. Mark and I are going to continue talking about some of the offseason head coaching moves. You better, you bet, presented by BetMGM. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.